Hey everyone, it's me, Halise, endeavoring to persevere as always. Before we get into this BeastCast episode with my mom, I just want to let y'all know that there is an extended version of this episode on my Patreon for the producers, uh, patreon.com slash if you're interested, and there you can hear slash see the full version uh, of this episode. So if you're interested, check it out. Otherwise, let's get into it. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey everyone, I'm Holly's Beast, a digital storyteller and video producer. And I am the mama. We have my mother here on the Beast cast, and we are the topic is relationships and the mother-daughter relationship. And we're just gonna dive into it. I went on Instagram and had y'all send me a few questions, thoughts to ask my mom. Um, and we're just gonna see how this goes. Drum So something in general that some people asked about was this idea around raising a creative. As far as you go, um, I never felt like I had a baby when I had you. You were your own person from the day you came out of the womb. Uh You just were so much different than your sister. Uh, Examples, if I used a word you didn't understand, you would immediately ask me what it meant, and before the day was out, you were using that word. When you were two, well, you weren't, yeah, you weren't quite potty trained yet, but you could speak very well at a young age. And I remember you asked me a question and your sister answered and you said, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to mommy. And I was like, okay, anybody that can come out their mouth with that needs to get out of the pampers. So over about a weekend or two, you were potty trained. Cause it was like, no, 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 no. You're not coming out with your mouth like that. And then <laughs> you're running around with 10 pounds in the back of your diaper, not gonna happen. Another time, you saw the dog, and you saw his, can we say testicles on here? Yeah, you can say testicles. And you asked, what are those? So I had to explain that, that what testicles were and why that made him a boy dog, and, and just, I had to explain everything, you know, why he had that and what we have and what you don't have and everything and I remember one time you walked into the bathroom I was coming out the shower and you asked why does your vagina have a beard and mine's doesn't and I was like oh boy so here we go yes you did that yes you did that so ooh, this is a good one this is a good one because it's actually still pertains to Mr. Hollies somehow okay okay so were you disappointed in Hollies for eloping well <laughs> If I said that, it would be the pot calling the kettle black because her father and I eloped. My dad wasn't too happy, but he got over it. My grandmother chewed him out and said, you need to get over it. She's a good kid. He's a good kid because she'd met your dad before. Mm -hmm. And so my dad had his parents over and everyone's gotten along fine ever since. So it was a good ending. But my father was mostly upset because he wanted me to finish college. And so... um, Uh, We moved away, I worked on trying to finish, I completed two years, and that is still on my bucket list to finish college. And if you really do need to try to finish college, I have been extremely fortunate that I've had excellent opportunities come uh, my way from various reasons. Y'all, I aspire to be in her tax bracket, just saying. (laughs) Believe in me, and so it's been a tremendous blessing. God has really 
blessed me to be in positions where a lot of credentialing is required, but my experience in nursing has afforded me uh, this wonderful opportunity by the grace of God. Uh, but I knew Chris was the one when we were in California because I, in fact, I said to your dad, they're not going to make it to December when I came back. That oh. week I moved you out there mm -hmm. because I could just tell from a little bit of the conversations I could hear with you guys. And I kept telling, and, and just some comments you made, like when we went to the Griffith Observatory. And I, when I got back home, I told your dad, I said, they're not going to make it to December. I guarantee you. And I, I was right. I was right. <laughs> Were you, when we got, when we, um, because when we got, when we got engaged, you and, you and dad came up to see me at school and that was when I was like, look, we're engaged. Oh, your dad was hot. Yeah. And he was and, so and he angry. That, I said, look, <laughs> settle down. If they want to get engaged, then that's fine. I said, you ought to be happy that a young man wants to marry your daughter. So and said, I said, and she will finish school. Unlike me, she will finish school. Ah, okay. Was so. that what, like, were you upset though? No, no. I, I, I figured that's what it was about. Yeah. You know, so I wasn't upset. The main thing was we wanted you to finish school. We didn't want anything to get in the way of you finishing school. And not finishing school is really on me, not on your dad. Yeah. Uh, obstacles got in the way and I let them get in the way. So probably when I retire, I'll finish. I can finish in about 18 months and I'll oh, be done. Okay. So that's still on my bucket list. But right now, uh, for all the travel and the hours I put in, I can't do it and stay sane, so. Right, yeah. But he's a, he's a dad. Dads are gonna be that way. Almost no guy is gonna be good enough for their daughter, and on and on and on. It's just there's just gonna be a lot of scrutiny. Did you ever? Were you ever questioning like, is, is Mr. Holly's right for right for Holly's? I don't know. No, I don't I, know I about this no, guy. No, I didn't. I didn't have those doubts about him, and I nor did I have any doubts about um, Alex. Because I feel like there's like there's a mother's intuition there. Yeah. No, I I didn't have any qualms. I was just concerned when. You didn't, we didn't get, we didn't meet him for a bit, you know, and that, cause you were getting ready to head outdoors like, oh no, he's coming in. None of this. Oh, I see y'all. He's out there. Oh no. Do you wish he had asked dad to like, like the old fashioned way, like, oh, can I marry your daughter and such and such and so-and-so? Uh, <laughs> to y'all, like to you to and us? dad. Do you wish he had done that? Well, you think that would have helped dad <sighs> rather than just popping it up the way he did? Um, you know? Yeah, it might have helped. But by the same token, he didn't do that. So so how can he, you know, ex have that expectation yeah. when he himself did not do that? Mm. You know, so eh, no, you can't, you know, he didn't do it. So he shouldn't put that expectation on someone else. Yeah. You know. All right. You so, know, I mean, you're not wrong. Just, yeah. You know, I'm no. just, you know, I'm just saying. I feel like I always seemed to other people always seemed like I was more like dad. Yeah, you do. You have more of your father's personality. And uh, you ca what you have to say, you have to say. Yeah. You don't sugarcoat it. You don't, you know, there's a nice way to tell somebody they stink so that they'll actually want to go get some soap and water and do something. But <laughs> you just kind of put it out there and there you go and deal with it. So, yeah, in, in that respect, won't, don't have to wonder what's on your mind. It's coming out. That's true. Yeah. But I feel like the older I get, the more I feel like I, at least I feel like I'm starting to lean towards being more like you. Do you think that or no? I, I, you know what? It seems like our paths have been 
very similar. Yeah, you, professionally. You, yeah, you eloped. You're now uh, traveling. You know, you you get out there and and try to conquer and do things. Uh, so some of that, yeah. There's. I think. I think we all evolve over time. Yeah. I think we all evolve over time, and um, because I remember what was it that happened one time. Uh, well, for you, it was always if we did have our points of contention, you know, you it just showed on your face. You had no poker face, you know. <laughs> so, you know, you just had to say what you had to say, and and I know you didn't always agree. I know at one time you talked about you and Chris living together, and I said I don't think that's a good idea. Right. Yeah. And and I was serious about that, you know, mainly because I'm a Christian, and I feel like and I feel like if you're really dedicated to each other you will make that commitment but part of it was because you did like me I was I was in a dorm I went from home to a dorm room in college for two years with a roommate and then I got married and immediately in with the husband yeah I wanted you to have your own place and kind of be able to be your own person and I felt like, especially if you live together, that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. And you were right. I mean, I, we actually did a BeastCast episode where I think the topic was, did we? Did I get married too young? Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. yeah. And one of the things was like, yeah, I didn't get to really have a lot of the experiences that I think help you just figure out who, like, be yeah. very grounded and sure of who you are before right. you commit to somebody. Hello there, Halise Beasties. <laughs> Thank you to those who have supported the podcast. And if you're interesting and interested and you really enjoy it, consider going to Patreon and becoming a Patreon producer. Yes. A producer of the channel. Yes. Of course, I'm the mother. So, you know, moms are going to always support their children in whatever they do. But if there's a few others of you out there who have enjoyed the podcast and the content support patreon <laughs> you can learn more about becoming a patreon producer at patreon.com slash halise uh, there's different tiers and we offer a lot of great stuff for those tiers so yeah yeah i like how your I like voice the lowered tiers. i really like the tiers because it gives a price point that anybody can afford <laughs> so awesome. i'm all for the tiers um, if you're listening to this, if you're actually listening to this podcast, um, where, wherever you're listening to us, please rate the podcast. Yes. Um, ideally five stars, but if it's not five, that's fine too. Just leave a comment in your rating, letting us know why it's not yes. five stars, because that's the only way we get better. Yes. Constructive criticism is welcome. Uh, you just, you went full on NPR voice. Like you're super quiet. Okay. <laughs> um, and yeah, so that's it. Back to the podcast. Well, yeah. by the time I met your dad, I had dated several guys, not a whole lot, but several. And but the uh, guy that I was dating before I met your dad, that was like the last guy I dated. After that one was over, I, I really paused. I really took a hard look at uh, what kind of what what kind of a young man was I looking for you know what yeah. was I came up with my list so to speak and after that there were certain things I just wasn't going to put up with and um your dad fit all the criteria 
Uh, he was a gentleman. Was uh, he, though? Yes, he was. Really? Your dad whined and dined me. Oh, okay. He opened the door for me. He was very, he went to church with me. I'm trying to think, because I remember when, I remember there was a moment. So when I eloped uh, with Mr. Hollis, we were already in L.A., and I was in L.A. for school. I was finishing my last semester at film school out in L.A. and interning and stuff. And I remember you came out to visit me because I had we'd already eloped, but you came out to see me because you had a site visit out there. Yeah. And yeah. I remember there was a moment where you were like, because we went to Santa Monica. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's when we saw the Sex in the City guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you knew who he was. I was kind of like, oh, and I was like, oh, yeah, that is him. You know, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, and we were there, and I remember we were having dinner and, like, hanging out and all of that. And I remember you said something. You were like, I'm just trying to spend time with you because when you go back, you're married now, and I'll have, it's just a different thing. You'll be different. Well, yeah, it is. The, the dynamics change. And now for me and your father, we went away, so yeah. we didn't have family around and um, I think in some ways and and that's nothing against our families but I think it really hel helped us to to mold and and bond together because we really did have each other to depend on now having said that you may notice one of the things we don't do is we don't come over unless you guys invite us right because <laughs> we kind of want to give you your space and um, and when you want to see us, that's fine. But, you know, we want you to kind of live your lives. And we're just happy for the times when you guys do say, hey, you want to come over and hang out and everything, you know. I know you're busy. You got a lot to do. And, and you know I'm busy yeah, so, with my job because <laughs> I travel weekly. But um, we just wanted to make sure that you guys, you know, had your time to yourselves. Yeah. So. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. I really do. Have you ever doubted any decisions Halise has made in her life? Because I have made some pretty radical decisions, I think. Uh, Quitting my job. Uh, go going to film school. <laughs> no, I, I thought all that was that was fine. And, really? and, and I felt like I had to convince y'all that I was going to be okay with film school. Well, I got concerned after that first semester, and I went to the parent weekend up there, and... You know, when they were laying out what your career prospects were and what your salary was going to be, which was hardly a living wage, that was very concerning, you know. But, th but by the same token, it's not about the Benjamins, as I like to say. You really need to enjoy what you're doing. You can be making a lot of money and be absolutely miserable. That's true. But I did want you, got you to get into at least living wage territory and be, you know, as self-sufficient as possible. Um, I was extremely thankful that we could get you and your sister through school without any debt. Were there things that I did, like, because I, th I keep coming back, because I'm the second kid, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so I feel like with the first one, like... I know you and I know you and my you and my dad had definitely like planned to have children. Yeah, we did. Neither of us were accidents or oopsies or anything no, like that. No. But was it um were there like did you already feel the differences between Antoinette and I, like in utero? You uh, know? <laughs> yeah, she was two weeks early, which she was still on time, but within the thirty eight to forty two weeks. She was early and then you were two weeks late. And that's kind of your personality. You're, uh, get there when I get there. And there's no know. need to rush. Huh? Take yeah, no need to rush. Da, 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 da. So that was a, a difference. And then the births were, were different too. So um, your birth was a bit 
scary because you were in distress. They induced me, and you were in dis- everything they said for the reason they weren't going to induce me. Um, when you go two weeks over, uh, the baby starts to u- lose weight in utero. They don't do well in labor, and and out you came covered with poop, and they had to call the pediatricians in. You know, you're waiting for that cry, and and, and it's not coming, and you're laying there thinking, oh my goodness, my, my baby is dead. And so uh, you came through it fine because you did not suck any of the, the poop or the meconium uh, into your lungs. So you've been a tough little bird. I'll give you that. You, you, you were tough. You were a little toughy. So, Yay. so you did fine, but it was, it was very scary. It was very scary. Well, so. I said, cause I've watched other people who've had, or other women who've had ba- uh, children and mm-hmm. they'll mention, they'll mention that like, um, I think it was Dina Tokyo. She's big here on YouTube and mm-hmm. whatnot, but she mentioned that like, she needed to go ahead and make, because she vlogs and talks about her life, mm-hmm. too. And she was like, I need to go ahead and make a video about birthing my daughter because I'm forgetting. Like, I'm already yeah, forgetting. Yeah, you do. You do. And actually, I have a journal, and I wrote down um, my birthing experience with both of you. Oh, really? Yeah, I have it written down. Because it is true, over time, there are things that will kind of slip away. But yours, to me, was just much more impactful for me uh uh because it did look like you even your dad said I thought she was dead you know and so and and you wait to hear that cry and it's delayed and so that one was pretty scary yeah 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 that was pretty scary yeah yeah and plus I was in my 20s when I had your sister I was 24 I was 32 when I had you and when I took you in for your well baby check in two weeks and the doc said, well, how's it going? I said, it's not. You had colic. So mm. that meant if you weren't asleep, you were screaming. And I was exhausted. And she told me I was an old mother. <laughs> so apparently when you have, she said you had your first one in your 20s, you had your second one in your 30s, you're considered an older mother. And I was like, hmm, I don't <laughs> think so. Well, she was right. Because as you're in your teenage years and you're coming up on graduation, I'm hitting menopause. Yeah, that was rough, y'all. That was rough. So you're dealing with a uh, creative young woman who has a mind of her own and is strong-willed, and you're going through menopause. It was a lot, y'all. That was a rough couple years, to say the least. What was rough about it? Because it was just kind of like... I was irritable. Yeah, you were yeah. super irritable. Yeah. yeah. And um, and I knew why. It was under, you know, understanding that. But it was still just very... Because I just didn't know what to do. Yeah. You know, I felt like I couldn't do anything right. Well, your, your father has been humorous. He's been very understanding about it with the fan thing and yeah. staying cold. I remember... I think it was actually it was funny. Antoinette came back to visit from college. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, she hadn't... Because she didn't really go through any of it with yeah. you because she was in college yeah and i remember yeah she came back and saw like one outburst from you and i like left and like went outside and was just like crying <laughs> oh i don't remember that one yeah i ooh. left and went outside what and happened crying. i don't remember that it was funny it, like looking back it's hilarious i think uh-huh. i like i didn't vacuum the carpet like right like because remember how i would vacuum it for and i would make the triangle oh, so yeah, it looked yeah. like a new house or whatever like yeah. you're touring a house or something uh-huh. and i like didn't do it like just right and you like 
ripped it like you were just like what are you even doing do you even run a vacuum like what are you doing i don't even remember that it was crazy and i was like what do i do and i just like left and then (laughs) maybe i just thought you didn't do it because i didn't see your signature triangles or something i don't know know. it was crazy and i I don't remember that one and then dad you left and then i think you went to like the bedroom or something and dad took out like some crown Crown, like like I look back and it's uh, hilarious. Okay, well, I, 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 I don't remember it. I really don't. So <laughs> we are not jiving as I, mother and daughter. I, I think you go through that with both daughters. Uh, I remember with your sister, uh, we were out one day, and your dad said, "Well, what is the deal? If you even suggest it, she's like totally against us." And I've been telling you, but you're not paying attention. But uh, I think you do go through a stage, and I had friends that went through it, so that was helpful. Where they say, "Oh gosh, I can't even stand them. They just, urgh, she just." <laughs> and I think it's a mother-daughter thing, but I, I think it it comes full circle, and all, and then you, and I think it helps when you guys go off to college. Because then I know Antoinette came back like, hmm, you know what? I think the old broad actually knew what she was talking about. She's got some, you know, she's got some good points here. She wasn't just filling me with a bunch of bunk. So it it does come full circle. And I had friends that told me that, which was very helpful. Because when I heard them ranting about their kids and their teenage years, I was like, how can they say that about their child? Well, then you guys hit puberty and it's like, oh, boy. Yeah. Let me go check that birth certificate. Is that one really mine? <laughs> Maybe something happened at the hospital when I was under drugs. So anyway, well, you guys are daddy's girls, so I tend to have to be the enforcer. You guys can really talk him into almost anything. I mean, he talks. I don't feel like he, that he at all. Good, he talks a good game, but you know, I come off of trips and it's like, why did you? They don't need that. Why did well? You know. Now he's really, I mean, he comes off like Mr. Gruff, but he's really a softy when it comes to you guys. And a lot of times I, I felt like I had to be the enforcer. Like, remember when... I don't, te- fe- I don't see it. I don't but feel it. Remember when texting came out that time and we got the cell phone bill? Oh, I think the bill was like 200 and some dollars just from texting. And it was at the church. And you're like, can we go to Papa Do's? And I went, no, you ate, you texted your Papa Do's. And Antoinette's like, see, I told your mom was going to say that, you know, so. That is not how I see that at all. Okay. I feel like he was hardcore. Oh, okay. Couldn't get anything past either of y'all. I felt like, I always felt like y'all were like a unit. You had to be because, because kids will play one parent against the other. <clears throat> now I will say this. Sometimes we you know, there would be something going on and one it was doing the discipline or the other. Later in the bedroom, we talked. I think you were way over the top with that. Oh, but yeah. wouldn't do it in front of you guys because we knew that you would play one of us against the other. Yeah. But there were times when after the, you know, scene, you know, the event was over, we would be back in the bedroom talking and going, eh, I think you were a little over the top on, I think that punishment was a little bit too much. We were having those conversations. Yeah. But not within earshot of you guys. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. You feel like dad was a push. I feel like he was not a pushover oh, okay. at all. Well, I guess when it came to buying you guys things, I felt like he was always. Was he? Yeah, I, I come don't. back home and you got the $80 tennis shoes. And I'm like, why did you buy that? The ones, they, they got two pairs already. They don't need that. Oh. So so when it come, came to that kind of stuff, I felt like he 
just didn't give it a second thought. Like, I'm always just fascinated by, because I, as you know, I am very much like, I don't know how I feel about having kids. I don't know about it. And what did I tell you? Oh, you were like, don't rush it. Don't even worry about it. And what else did I say? Maybe it's not for you. Who knows? Yeah. And my thing is, don't do it for me and your father. We've had our kids and raised them. Yeah. We would welcome grandchildren, but they're not our responsibility. They're your responsibility. That's not what dad was saying. Oh, that's not. Well, dad uh, was like, I need a grandkid uh, he's from got you. One. But that was before. <laughs> well, that was before Cedric. Yeah. Yeah. Then Cedric came. Now you don't say that no more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But no, I, I think that you should have them because you want to have them. And you have to be all in. You're on all the time, you know. And you you have to be. You now have a responsibility, and it can't be, oh, I don't feel like cooking dinner tonight. Oh, I don't feel like, you yeah. know, you're responsible for these beings. And um, it's, a, it's actually a privilege and a blessing. It's the hardest job you'll ever have in your life. You yeah. can't be halfway or wishy. I've seen what halfway and wishy-washy brings. And that's why if people say, and we actually had a couple we used to hang out with where they were adamant they wanted no kids, and that was fine. Yeah. But it took a while for her to uh, convince the medical community to, you know, let her get a tubal. Oh, Because, no, you're too young. But she was sure about it, and finally, I think about six years later, they said, okay, we'll do it. I think that that person is showing a lot of uh, maturity and responsibility. Kids are going to be kids, but... You know, you you have to be on it. You have to be engaged. You have to put in the time. I feel like that's one of the reasons why I'm so just, I don't want to say I don't want kids, but why I'm so just like very unsure because I was very, it was very obvious to me how much time y'all put in. Oh, yeah. To me and Antoinette. Yeah. You know, if you, you know, you have to put in the time, you know, because our big thing is, you know, you know, to get you guys to maturity, to help you to be healthy, productive adults, you know caring having compassion you know respect for others you know um and of course you know we also wanted you guys you know the your religious upbringing you know you know expressing our faith but realizing that you all had to make that decision one day so for us as christians that was another charge for us is that you know, when you guys decided to accept Christ as your savior, I know I'm getting a little choked up about this. Uh, I was just so thankful that to God, because I felt like that was one of our charges is to introduce you guys. You know, we knew Mm. you had to make the decision, but to me, that was a serious charge that God gave to us, you know? Yeah. Is there, has there been a moment raising raising me or I guess Antoinette too or just being a mother in general general like was there ever a time where you were just like I don't know if I can do this you know because you seem so present you seem you seem like unlike dad always seems very retro or like introspective and like me and like looking back constantly Mm -hmm. where you just seem very more just present like you don't dwell on I don't feel like you dwell on a lot of things uh you just keep going Well, yeah, because growing up, that's what I had to do. You know, we had to work for, you had to work for everything you got. You know, there were expectations for you to work hard, you know, do good in school. And so I guess I was very driven. Mm. So, 
you know, I got to babysit a lot. I took care of kids a lot. Then in the nursing, I went through labor and delivery training and nursery. So the how to take care of a kid was pretty second nature for me. Yeah. So I but but if you guys got sick, oh yeah, I was as worried as the next parent. I remember one time you had like this these loose foul smelling stools for like almost a month. Mm. You were still fine and doing everything and even the doctors were looking at me like, eh, why are you in here again? And then you do want to go, ooh, okay. Yeah, there is something going on here. But you still I mean, you still have the worry, you know, um but, I, you know, I was just all in. That's all I can say. I was just all, I just felt like there wasn't any alternative. Yeah. Are you tired? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very tired. Very, very tired. Do but, you ever wish that you had had, so like, not, I'm not, I'm not going to waste time asking, do you wish you didn't have kids? Because that's just like setting yourself up to be sad. But do you wish that you <laughs> had, like, I don't know why anyone would ask that, but do you <laughs> wish you had maybe like, do you wish you had maybe had us at different points in your life rather than when you did? You know what? I look back. We were married four years before we had your sister. Yeah. Which I think was a good time because we got to have time to ourselves and and mutually agree when it was time to start a family. But, you know, I look back in hindsight and uh, some of the stuff, I'm like, man, I, I don't know if... You know, like when we bought that house and we were just so green about that and, and you know, looking back in hindsight, um, but feeling like, oh, we have a child, we need to put him in a home uh, or have a home, I should say. Uh, it, I don't know. You just, you know, you just do it. Yeah. You know, I. I so you don't wish you had maybe had us at different points or I, anything like I that? When I look back now, you know, I kind of thought, well, maybe in four years. But in hindsight, that was good because it gave us enough time to regroup and get enough money together to get you through school. Right. Oh, so it worked out on the back. On yeah, the later it end. worked out on the back end. <laughs> and again, we started out with, oh, we're just going to have one. And, you know, and, and really your, your dad, I know he had always wanted a son, you know, and we had two girls and, and really after I had Antoinette, when he saw what I went through with the labor with her, cause they had to, I was going through the labor, then the contraction stopped. So they had to induce me and he's in there with me and he could see the agony I was in with the Pitocin. After I, after he saw me have Antoinette, he said, if we have any more, it'll be cause you want to, cause I'm not putting you through this again. Mm. So that was his decision. You know, he said, if it happens again, it'll be cause you want to. So, oh. so, you know, it took eight years. I remember the, there's nothing like labor with Pitocin and you ladies out there who've gone through that and did not get the epidural know what I'm talking about. At that point, you'd be willing for them to take every organ in your body to stop the pain. Yeah. What is your, what would you say is your proudest moment of my life thus far? Like as a mother, as a mother where you were just like, wow, I birthed um, her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just, you know, just seeing you grow into womanhood and, and just to see what you've done with this profession that I was really worried about, uh, uh, seeing your creativity, you know, that you, you graduated from college early. I mean, you were always very focused. Mm. I mean, you, you really worked hard to get scholarships, which helped us tremendously to get you through. And then to see you get the, the YouTube, um, oh, the creators for change, yeah, thing. creators for change thing. And then, you know, you were 
participated in the Martin Luther King, we came here to this facility. Um, just, just all of that and, and just, you know, talking to other people and, and the comments that, uh, they have made, uh, it, it's been, it's just been wonderful. It's been, we're very, we're very, very proud of you and, and all that you've accomplished. Aww. So, so it's like, we all have been my biggest investors, my biggest backers. Yeah. So. Yeah. We wanted to encourage you to, to go for it, you yeah. know, and, and everything. And, and, um, I think you've done so much with, with what you've been given. So, and hopefully you will continue to, to grow and thrive. You've had some wonderful opportunities, got to go to different parts of the world, yeah. you know, meet people like Michelle Obama and, and just, you know, and then, you know, the, the series that you're doing on why people wear headdresses, I yeah. think is, you know, it's just very enlightening, very enlightening. Just, and I enjoyed the podcast that you're doing with PBS. I just b finished binge watching that. Just, you know, seeing your hands in so many different pots has been, been wonderful to see. Well, what's the secret sauce in raising a creative kid? And it's like, I, I don't think you have to just, you just have to, you know, like you were in elementary school, you were in, um, Oh, the GT program. It was yeah, gifted and talented. Yeah. yeah. So, so, you know, going ahead and letting you participate in stuff like that, because I know I got, um, uh, my, one of my high school teachers nominated me for that, uh, gifted and talented in high school. My problem was transportation. Yeah. I couldn't do it because the buses stopped running at six. Yeah. So as much as I would have liked to have partaken, I couldn't, you know, so, you know, really trying to make sure that you guys had, you know, all the opportunities as possible, you know, especially going out for the UTLA one, you know, sending you out there, uh, that was huge for us, yeah. you know, but felt like that it was really, really needed. Even the letting you go overseas with a group under age in high school, yeah, because those are experiences that you need that you need to have, yeah. So you know, just making the the sacrifices for that so that um, uh, you guys could have that, yeah. So those things are important. There's a lot of compliments. People love seeing you on the channel. Well, thank you, Halise Beasties. <laughs> For yeah. supporting her on her channel. It is much appreciated. They enjoy seeing you uh, review hotel rooms. Oh, okay. Well, yes. if anything striking comes up soon, I'll let you know. Yeah. Ooh, here's a good thing. Do you have any advice for moms that are like about to be moms? And then advice for moms that are like midway through. I guess you're never not a mom once you are one. But <laughs> oh, I, you're talking about the phases. Yeah, for moms um, at the at new yeah. newborn versus moms in like tween. Okay. At the tween level, any yeah. advice for for the mommies to be? Yeah. Enjoy every moment. They're going to grow up very very quickly. The day we took you to Mount Olive for K4, mm -hmm. I actually saw your dad had tears in his eyes. I think it was like, wow, she's not a baby anymore. Okay. So enjoy that part. It goes quickly. The teenage years, stand your ground, hang in there. They're going to hate you and think you're the worst person in the world and that you're mean parents. But in the end, they're going to come back and thank you. And you'll actually become friends that's true i think of you and dad now more as like mentors to me mm, okay i do oh, no you don't believe yeah, I mean, <laughs> okay 
you know, if you say so, you know, you know, you know, we've always tried to, to a lot of times. Well, like y'all aren't telling me what to do anymore, but y'all, you're just advising, which yeah, I really appreciate. We can only I, advise and, you know, I mean, you're going to make some mistakes along the way. We did too. Even in parenting, you say, oh, geez, I didn't handle that well. Oh, yeah, man, I don't know about this. I really, I really messed that up, you know, so. I mean, you beat yourself up a lot about it. You know, did I handle that right? You know, you know, so, so, you know, but we, we know you got to make some mistakes around along the way, but we also try to give you the benefit of, okay, here's what I did. And it was really not a good idea. And, but you know what? You, it's your decision. You I've know? always appreciated that about that yeah. with y'all though, is that the older I got, the more you really were like, we're not going to tell you what to do. You're an adult. I feel like I see a lot of older parents like with my friends who are my age mm-hmm. and their parents are still definitely like telling them what mm-hmm. to do and it's kind of like i mean your yeah. kid's 32 you know yeah <laughs> you yeah. know like they're they're not really a kid well, haven't been for like a good decade or so you know well but maybe is it because they've made some poor decisions along the way and i mean and they've had to bail them out financially i've right. seen that happen to a lot of parents so you're like oh wait a minute they're sparky yeah. you know I don't Maybe think I so. To, usually, okay. I see, usually okay. I see it, and it's like the parents are just kind of more hovery in yeah. general. Yeah, well, we've tried not to be helicopter parents, you know, yeah. so. Thank you so much, Mom, for being on this episode. El placer es mío. <laughs> you know what that means? The pleasure is mine. Yes. <laughs> yes. Working and, on the Spanish. <laughs> and we'll see you on the next one. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.